0: You're listening to TBD, a podcast for brilliant coaches, consultants, helpers, and healers creating their best work and their most meaningful contribution. I'm your host, Megan Hale, business strategist and thought partner to help you distill your wisdom into your most potent offers and the multiple six figures that go with it. I'll be the first to tell you though, as someone who's done it, this path is far from a straight line. There are highs, there are lows, and so many moments of uncertainty in between. But if there are two things I know to be true, it's you always know what you need to know when you need to know it. And the next right step is always on its way. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. So I am fresh back from an amazing, amazing conference, which was a growth getters live. I got to go down to San Antonio, which is a city so near and dear to my heart, and also hang out with a really good colleague and friend, Natalie Kingrig. I so treasured our time together and being with her and her team and also just had so many amazing connections. Like it was truly such a transformative event. And I'm definitely going to be breaking down a couple of gems that I received last week on today's episode. But where I really want to start is, you know, TBD is kind of a conversation of me finding myself again (laughs) of me, finding my brand, finding my message, finding my new invitation after this trademark issue. And it's really been a beautiful invitation for me personally to kind of just take a step back and really reevaluate things, reassess things, and look at everything I've built up to date and kind of ask, where do we want to go from here? Right? So although I did not think that it was going to be this kind of new chapter beginning, um, that's kind of how it's starting to arrive in my life, that this is kind of an organic transition. And the reason that I wanted to start with this is anytime we are finding ourselves again, or finding a new message, or finding a new invitation, or finding a new lens for our work, or whatever that looks like, whatever it is that we're exploring or seeking, the way that this thing typically finds us is in little tiny glimpses at a time. So our topic today is all around that process that I am dubbing clarity comes in waves, which really arcs back to a very old concept I made up back in my therapy days when I'd be holding space for that in-between stage, which also still supports me like to this day, holding space for clients when we're working on robust concepts in their businesses and waiting for that clarity we need to arrive. So the way I've usually described this process is I want you to imagine that you are taking a walk on the beach and you are looking for the clarity, right? You're like open to receiving any little nugget that wants to come through and a wave washes into shore, right? And maybe this wave leaves a seashell and you pick it up and you're like, well, this is beautiful. Like, but what does it mean? And the ocean's like, I don't know, (laughs) like, just play with it. Just sit with it. Isn't it gorgeous? And another wave comes in and drops maybe a little treasure. And you're picking that up and now you have this treasure and you have this seashell and you're like, what do I do with this? And the ocean's like, I don't know, but isn't it great? Like, look what I brought you. And I want to point out that the ocean does not care about what all this means. Okay. It simply cares about giving you all the pieces. It's up to you to make sense of those pieces. And as you're on this walk, like you can definitely tell that things are on their way, but you still can't see the whole picture yet. Right. You just kind of have these pieces, these fragments of really beautiful things that you know are meaningful, and you know that they mean something, but you can't see how they all fit together yet. And this is really the process of arriving somewhere new because it doesn't just happen overnight. It happens through these little tiny moments that leave an imprint on your heart, that open a new doorway in your mind that allows you to see something from a different perspective, right? Maybe somebody reflects something back to you that just lands in such a powerful way. And you're in this process of gathering all of these things, not really knowing how they all fit, just knowing they will someday. And so you truly have that knowing that you are in process. You are in process. And one of the things that I think really helps us attune to our journey is to always be on the lookout for the things that are being laid upon our shore. So when something lands for you or means something powerful for you, take note of it because it's stuck out to you for a reason. It's like a breadcrumb that will likely have a way bigger meaning someday. These things are also like little winks from the ocean that you're being guided. Things are coming. There's nothing to fear. It's all on its way, right? And if you've been in my world for any amount of time, you know I say clarity is on its way a lot, a lot, a lot, (laughs) because it helps ground me in times of uncertainty. But I also think it's such an expansive and supportive belief to hold on to as we move through the world. You know, it's been an interesting experience since I started this show because I've noticed I've kind of stopped tracking the things that the ocean has been bringing to my shore. And I think it's easy to lose sight of the gems and the treasures when you feel like you're having to dig yourself out of the sand or you feel like you're getting tousled in the waves a bit. You might even forget that the shore is available to you to begin with, right? If you're anything like me and these past two years, especially have been full of so much growth, of scaling my business quickly and having to learn things at hyper speed. There's been a lot of treading water over here in certain seasons the past two years. There's been a lot to figure out and I am so glad that I have, right? I'm so glad that I have stayed with it. I've done that work. There's been so many things that have been built and also moving at that pace forever and always just isn't what I want for myself, right? I don't want that for my clients either. (laughs) So when TBD started, maybe even months before then, I've been slowing way down and creating more space and taking more time to really take stock of all the gems that have shown up for me. I know I still have a lot to unpack when it comes to all these past couple of years have held. And I'm also so glad that I have a soul support coach who is holding that space for that reflection for me. But as I mentioned in last week's episode, I can always tell when I'm on a path of becoming because I really start focusing on integration, right? And it's like a subtle shifting of gears from doing and giving to noticing and receiving. And there's a heightened sense of awareness. I feel more open to receiving all kinds of things, clients, money, opportunities, testimonials, new connections, new ideas, but especially new reflections and insights, dots really start to connect more powerfully for me. And I think that's why this past week was just so incredibly profound. You know, when I'm coaching clients and listening to them on multiple levels, because I'm listening to the words that you're using, the facial expressions that are coming across your face, your body language, your energy, like I notice those subtle cues. And I can always tell when the clarity you are seeking is starting to emerge. I can tell when you say something that's like one of those gems or treasures the ocean has just brought to your shore. And it's never my job to make sense of all of these things, right? But simply to notice them and simply to mirror them back to you. But I always remember when those things are mentioned in passing and then sometime down the road, (laughs) maybe weeks or maybe months, there's this huge aha, this huge eureka moment when all of a sudden things make sense. And it's like all the signs, all the gems were there all along hiding in plain sight. And I know I had several of those moments for myself this past week in San Antonio that the answers I'm seeking around my brand, my message, my core invitation are starting to emerge, and that I will likely even come back to this episode I'm recording right now and say, yep, here it was, like stared at me the whole time. (laughs) So the past few weeks of starting TBD, I've shared how I've had to remove my core invitation, which has left a pretty big hole in that space, right? And since that shift, it's kind of invited me to rethink, reassess what my core invitation is these days. I've built several bodies of work at this point with the Enoughness Revolution, which is all around worthiness and enoughness and wild and holy, which is all around redefining your sense of divinity, and then also redefining your relationship with money. And now my present body of work, that's all around sustainable business design, right? So my prior core invitation has been explicitly money-focused, and I've wondered if that's the direction i meant to keep heading in. Couple that with the fact that I'm building a money map app, which, P.S., I just saw the wireframes for it yesterday, like a mock-up of the app, and... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this to be out in the world. Oh, it is going to be so, so good. But that would also totally make sense that money stays central to my message and my brand. But what I found interesting in the keynote I delivered last week is I didn't mention money at all. And it was so fascinating to me because money has been the lead, the thing that I'm always leading with in my work for almost five years now. I am used to speaking to it mostly because it's been so healing for me but I've also been reflecting on how easy it is to get tied up in the revenue and the ROI and like all of those things, especially as a business coach, because money matters, right? Money is a very key variable for what we need to have happen in our businesses, the things that we want to see happen from the investments that we make. And of course, it is a very important variable that I'm always focused on when it comes to my clients' businesses, because this directly impacts their personal financial goals and what they're able to afford for themselves and their families, and the larger impact they're able to make with their money in the world. Like it is such a big piece of my work, but I think the thing that I was reflecting on at growth getters live is, you know, when I'm designing frameworks for clients, the place where I always start is clarifying the soul of your work. The reason that you are doing what you're doing, it doesn't have anything to do with the results you're helping your people achieve, but really coming back to who you are being and what your soul literally is pursuing in this world, because that is the thing that is likely going to stay constant across age, season, and our constant evolution is the thing that's motivating us to keep evolving in the first place. And the reason it's so important to identify this piece first is because your body of work might shift and evolve many, many times, right? Like mine has, but the thing that allows there to be a through thread, the thing that connects them all, the thing that moves through all of your work is the thing that your soul has been seeking this whole time. And this thing that we're seeking, it might manifest differently in this world from season to season, but it's always going to be a constant because it's you. It's what your soul is here to do. So for me, the soul behind everything is to step into my fullest expression. It has been something I have been pursuing for as long as I can remember. It's why I started experiencing anxiety by the time I was 11, because I started to feel like the world was trying to make me somebody that I wasn't, like I wasn't able to fully express myself or maybe who I was in my fullest expression wasn't enough, right? And that's when depression really started to creep in and then navigating all the other things in my lifetime, which I'm not going to rehash here. A lot of that is on the Enoughness Revolution because I unpacked, unpacked so many layers on that show, but at the very heart of it, I have always been here to step into my fullest expression and to know that all of my gifts have found a place in this world, to know that I have used everything that I have been given to make the impact that I'm here to make. And anytime I am not pursuing my fullest expression, like anytime I know that I'm not seeing my gifts, I'm not seeing my value. I am shying away from expressing my truth and my magic. It literally feels like such an insult to my soul. Okay. Okay such an insult to my soul. And I'm sure it does for you too. It's a very common experience. But the thing that I come back to delivering this keynote is that I didn't talk about money hardly at all. Okay. Instead, I talked about how we integrate our wisdom into a cohesive body of work that really brings our gifts to the world. And the conversations I had, oh my God, Ah, It just makes me emotional thinking about it because I found myself really being that encourager and being that seer, being that mirror for people, hearing the vision that they had for their lives and their work and their impact and being that person that said, you can do this, right? Like I can see how all of this comes together. I can see how this piece hasn't been woven into your work. I can see the impact that you could really have if you were willing to integrate this and willing to create your own body of work that really brought this to the forefront. And what I was really doing was inviting them into their fullest expression. So it felt like such a profound, full circle moment for me, because as money has kind of shifted out of the core message of my work, it has naturally created space to simply go back to the thing that has always been true, which is what my soul is here to do. And it's this piece, it's like how we find our right footing, right? (laughs) So for me, for that thing to be stepping into my fullest expression and then to deliver a keynote that was inviting others into theirs and to also really feel like I was so fully expressed last week, ah, it was just so rad, like so, so rad. I felt so aligned and good in that content and the way it was received was just, I mean, next level, like I can't, there's, there are no words. <laughs> and it was that moment of the ocean washing gem after gem up upon my shore and saying, take notice, Look take pause, see this, like there is something here for you. Okay. And the other thing that showed up was an exercise I led at the very end. That was far more energetic and soul shifting than any of the strategy that I typically lead with. Right. And it's been a really long time since I've led an energetic practice like this, but I basically had everyone do an exercise where we verbally shared what we were done doing. This was an exercise someone else had walked me through, Caitlin Padgett, if you're listening in 2017 at a conference I attended, and it was just so incredibly powerful. And so I put my own spin on this, but it was just, I mean, wow, like you could literally feel the energy move in the room as we all verbally shared these words outside of our bodies. Okay. And then we each drew a figurative line in the sand saying we were done and took a step into our future, like our next version of self. And let me tell you, like the visible shift in every single person's face in their body was So potent. I'm like, still, like, on cloud nine, of just like, wow, we did that together. It was like the universe was also saying, like, don't forget these gifts you have. Like, don't forget the energetic work, the embodiment work, the soul work that is just so natural for you. Right. And so, you know, I've been listening back to the Enoughness Revolution lately mostly just to reconnect to that prior version of me and any wisdom or insight she might have into this new message or invitation that's meant to come through, or even just like wisdom of like holding me in this transition, right? Because so much was in flux back then. I was navigating so much. And it's been so fascinating listening back to that body of work, like all the energetic practices, the healing work, the embodiment practices. Like, I swear, it's almost like 2015 and 2016 me have been speaking to current me, And I am so, so grateful that I have so many of those thoughts recorded, but in re-listening and turning my ears back onto that work of like, girl, like this was all you lived and breathed for years. Right. (laughs) And then having these two profound reminders this past week of that work coming more to the forefront, you know, it's really, it's just been a moment for me and just questioning like. Is this something that needs to come through more? Like, does this need to be more deeply integrated? Like, what does all this mean? Like, I have all these gems, but I still can't see it yet. So I know it's all starting to come together. Wave by wave, gem by gem, treasure by treasure. Like everything is reorganizing. And as long as I keep paying attention and doing my own work of connecting the dots, right? All of it's going to be there when it's time. And it's going to come in like a lightning bolt. I just know it. (laughs) And so I have to say, You know, this whole brand thing is also coming at such an auspicious time for me. Like even these gems landing the week that they did and me feeling like there's been such an organic transition happening in my life already has really been wild. You know, I'll be turning 40 in a few months. And so I feel like existentially, I'm like, what do I want this next chapter to look like? My husband just filed his paperwork to retire from the military last week too. So that's like a year away. That's going to be such a very big transition for our family. We've been talking about for decades. And we also had to let our last pup go just a couple of days ago, and I'm still feeling super tender about this, but I always knew that Omaha was going to be the resting place for both of our girls. And so, you know, both of them have passed now. And it's just like, all of these things are lining up on the path, right? And so I can just tell it's not only like a natural transition period for me and both my life and my business, but all of these little gems are starting to collect on my shore that the ocean just keeps on delivering the way that life does, bringing the right people, the right experiences, the right ahas, like all of those things. And I know it's going to add up to something really, really beautiful. So mark my words, my friends, it's going to be episode eight of TBD, this episode today that I look back on and say, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep, you knew back then, you just couldn't see it yet (laughs) because I know the clarity I'm looking for is already here in plain sight. I just haven't connected the dots yet. So if you're in this process of becoming or reassessing or reimagining, and you don't know how everything looks yet and it feels confusing, that might be because you're trying to make sense of things that aren't meant to make sense yet, right? Your work, just like my work, is to keep on gathering the gems, Gathering the treasures. And when it's time for all of those things to come together and make sense, they will. There is nothing that you have to do for that to happen. Okay. It is like magic, I promise. And it will likely come in fast and quick all at once and all at once in air quotes. Okay. Because (laughs) nothing is all at once. It's been building the whole time. But what I know to be true is we will be lost and unlost over and over again, to quote the brilliant Nayira Wahid. You're going to be clear and unclear over and over again too. And I personally think those are two different things. Being unclear is not the same as being lost. We're simply waiting for clarity to form. Which by the way, did you notice that I've shifted the outro? It used to be, here's to the courage to keep going even when things feel uncertain to even when clarity is still forming. And that totally happened on accident one day, just a little Freudian slip. But I really love that one degree shift for us. So those have been some of my reflections this week, it has just been such a great expansive week of finding new gems, but also feeling so at home speaking, and wanting to be in more rooms to have more of those moments of connection that I got to have over and over again last week. I think that's another gem too to speak more, to share my story, to be on stage and share these frameworks. It really was such a powerful week of seeing my work through a different lens, a different sequence even. Like my heart is just still so incredibly full. It's just so good, so, so good. I would go and relive last week over and over again. I'm just so incredibly grateful for it. So I will leave you with that, my friends. Clarity comes in waves and waves are ever present. My work, just like your work, is to do what we need to, to stay on shore, which we're not gonna be on shore all the time. There's gonna be times when we get tousled by the waves, we're digging ourselves out of the sand, okay? But our work is to remember that the shore is always available for us and to keep our eyes open, to spot the gems and collect the treasures, to regulate our nervous system and call in more presence, to slow down when we need to, because it is always, always the right move, which is a lesson all on its own, I'm sure we will talk about soon. So I am seeing you in process and all the beautiful things that are emerging until next time. Here's to the courage to keep showing up. Even when clarity is still forming, knowing, trusting, believing the next right step is always on its way. See you soon.